0: What's up, y'all? This is Whitmer from Nerdtastic, and you're listening to KCOU Columbia 88.1 FM. (laughs)
1: We are live. You are listening to the weekly walkthrough on KCAU 88.1 FM Columbia. Wouldn't it be
0: nice if you were listening to the weekly walkthrough?
1: I believe it would be nice. But we're going to get right into it today. And we're going to start with the NFL. And Thursday night, a egregious incident happened toward the end of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Cleveland Browns matchup. And Miles Garrett. What happened? I missed it. You didn't miss it, but Miles Garrett—impossible <laughs> to miss it. Miles Garrett, after a after a uh, confrontation with Mason Rudolph, or in the middle of it, I should say, Miles Garrett rips Mason Mason Rudolph or yeah Mason Rudolph's helmet off and hits him over the side of the head with it. Everyone's seen it if you have been paying attention to the NFL, and something that you probably have never seen, certainly at that level on a primetime football game, and. One would have to think that maybe Miles Garrett is upset.
0: One would have to think that Miles <laughs> Garrett is upset. <laughs> he beat another man over the head with a football helmet. Yeah. But what would you think a a proper penalty would be? Uh suspended for the rest of the season, probably. Is that it? I mean fined, suspended for the rest of the season? I <laughs> would say I would
1: say that he should be kicked out of the NFL, and I say that because— Really? Yes, seriously. Why? Because when you are clocked in at work in any other scenario, you cannot assault someone with a blunt object, like like a football helmet. You would get fired and would not be able to return to that workplace because guess what? You, that, you would be committing a felony crime because it is a felony crime. Did assault. You, Yes. Yeah. It's a felony crime, no. and you shouldn't—and I don't think that he should be able to suit up because he—because that is the worst thing I have ever seen in an he NFL football game. He shouldn't
0: be able to suit up because he did it in a game.
1: He did it in a game, yes. That's exactly. the reason. That but is my reason. If someone does
0: it off the—not on national television, off the game— I think it's when different. Someone, when someone, you know, gets caught and convicted or— guilty of domestic abuse or something along that they shouldn't be kicked out of the league because it didn't happen on national television
1: i think it's different circumstances for sure but when you are clocked in in your workplace and you are on primetime television you cannot act that way and he's showing he's showing an ability to not be acting like a professional football player So
0: because it was in an actual game so let's say these two walked back to the tunnel and Miles Garrett, you know, after there can't be seen on camera, hits him with a football helmet and gets in a fight.
1: i would I would still I would still put it under the under the light of it's during a game,
0: but the game was over.
1: or it's during their time spent in the game, like <clears throat> the game like me they're still the only reason these two are together is because they played a football game that day is what I'm saying. Like you're saying in the tunnel, if they were to do that in the tunnel, I would still it consider that on, on
0: the, camera from, you know, 70 different angles.
1: I would consider it on the clock, though, because they have media obligations after a football game. They're still on the team. They're still considered representing the organization as they are. And you are representing the organization at all times, but more so when, you know, it's on national television, on Fox, and millions of people are watching this game. In watching you do this egregious act, that's just my take on it. I don't see how, like, if you were if you were someone and you physically assaulted a a coworker like that, you would not be able to return to the workplace. And I think the same rules, like, not even not even assault in a like using a blunt object. It's not like he punched him; he used a blunt object and could have killed him. Could have killed him.
0: But if you do it off the field, the punishment should be different. You almost kill someone off the field
1: i think it's different
0: but why is the punishment different if it's in the eyes of the law the because same crime? he's
1: showing that he can't be a nfl football player with that action does that make sense
0: kind of he
1: doesn't he, he doesn't show a maturity level to be able to play in but the you nfl can,
0: yeah but you I mean the same thing can happen off the field it Where you don't, have, you don't show the maturity could act, to be in the NFL. Yeah, he could
1: act stupid off the field, too.
0: And he shouldn't be kicked out of the league for doing the same thing. Say, you know, him and Mason Rudolph, for some reason, were playing, you know, a turkey bowl on Thanksgiving morning or, like, out on Stankowski like we do sometimes, and he beats him over the head with a football helmet. He shouldn't be kicked out then. So these hypothetical
1: situations are a little interesting, but I stand by my point of... If you can't be mature enough... Like, this is worse than anything that Dominic and Sue has done, in my eyes. Not by much, when I mean you put s- the whole collective into it. But, you know, hitting someone over the head with, like, pretty much a motorcycle helmet. A yeah, blunt object. That could, you know... Miles Garrett's a big dude. He's one of the... He's, a, he's one of the heavier guys in the NFL, especially when you go strength with speed. Like, could have he could have killed Mason Rudolph. Like, he literally could have killed him. It's not okay to me, and I just don't think that he should be rewarded to be able to play in the NFL anymore. I think that I think that it's very hard for him to be able to step back foot on an NFL field after what he did. And I don't think that it's justifiable that he should be able to do such a thing. Okay. That's that's just my personal opinion on it, but we can move on from there. You say that he should be suspended for the rest of the season. I agree with that, but I think that it needed to be taken a step further, and it may because it is indefinite. We don't know exactly. What's and that is being happen.
0: appealed by him, and they'll have a ruling by Wednesday. Yeah, I wonder. On that. I wonder how hard that one's going to be to decide. Well, I mean, they might. He basically, I think he's appealing. He's not appealing whether he should be suspended or not. I think he's appealing the length, and he think he wants to know the amount of games.
1: Yeah, we'll see how that one goes for him.
0: Um, honestly, I think Mason Rudolph should also have been suspended.
1: No, I would disagree with that as well, because I think that you look at crimes outside of the NFL. You look at, like, let's say, like, I know that it's different, but a lot of times in our society, we say that we should not we should not blame the victim for what happened, because at the end of the day, Mason Rudolph was a victim of assault
0: with a blunt object we should not blame the victim but should we blame the instigator
1: if we were to blame the instigator in a lot of things that happen to some nfl players it would be different wouldn't you agree yes okay
0: but if mason rudolph doesn't try to get miles garrett's helmet off of him when he's laying on the ground none of this happens Okay, I'll take it a step further, if and if
1: Miles Ru- Garrett doesn't, if Miles Garrett doesn't hit him unnecessarily toward the end of the football game,
0: correct. And okay, also fair, fair point by you. But also, if Mason Rudolph doesn't charge Miles Garrett while Miles Garrett is being restrained by two offensive linemen, this doesn't happen.
1: Okay, but if Miles Garrett doesn't have Nick, a
0: Nick, f- what are you going to do if someone charges you?
1: Oh my gosh, it's Mason Rudolph. What's he? you can't swing a blunt object. Stop defending Miles Garrett
0: here. Miles Garrett should be suspended. What he did was wrong, but what are you going to do if someone charges you like that? Are you just going to, you know, let him charge you?
1: Was he going was Mason Rudolph going to do anything? I have no idea. What is he going to do? Drop Miles Garrett Are you out of your I mind? I have no idea. Are you out of your mind? Come no on, you know that. You know I that. I think he's
0: going to drop Miles Garrett because I don't think he's capable of I think that it's Miles idiotic.
1: Garrett. I think that it's idiotic. ...to even try and defend the actions of
0: Miles Garrett. I think it's stupid. I think it's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. I think he should be suspended, yes. I think what he did was wrong. I think there's no question in that. You
1: wouldn't even be saying a... We wouldn't be having this conversation... ...if Miles Garrett didn't pretty much attempt murder... ...Mason Rudolph on Thursday night. We would... would Would you be sitting here talking about... ...Oh my gosh, Mason Rudolph should have been suspended. He kind of tugged at Miles Garrett's helmet... Oh my goodness. Come on. Like that's what you're doing.
0: Dude, like, if he's charging him, what are you going to do? Okay. Are you not going to swing? You're just going to let a guy charge you?
1: Okay. We'll watch the next Bears game and maybe when Ty- Tariq Cohen decides to charge a charge a Eagles DB, maybe the Eagles DB should just take his helmet off and start bashing him in the skull. Dude, I mean, <laughs> that's what you're saying. No, if it's anyone not charges, what I'm they should just hit you with a blunt I'm object.
0: Not, no, I'm not He shouldn't have hit him with a blunt object. What are you going to do when you're ready, you know, basically fighting two guys and someone else charges you? It's a three-on-one.
1: It's not something that he should have
0: done. No, he shouldn't have done it. He was wrong to do it.
1: Okay, so then what are you arguing here?
0: I'm arguing that Mason Rudolph also should not have tried to keep this going. It's part of the blame goes on Mason Rudolph for this. If Mason Rudolph just, you know, lets Miles Garrett be, you know, pushed back by his offensive linemen like they were doing and doesn't run over there, does he get hit in the head with a helmet? No, he doesn't. Okay. Mason Rudolph has a right to stand up for himself. Absolutely. But if he doesn't, you know, charge over there at a dude that's already mad, he doesn't get hit with the helmet, correct? You're blaming the victim of this, and that's stupid. That's what I'm saying. I think Miles Garrett should be punished. I think Miles Garrett should be suspended. I don't think Miles Garrett was right in doing what he did.
1: Well, then why are you saying what—you're You're asking me a hypothetical situation. What would you do if I was being charged by Mason Rudolph? You know what I wouldn't do if I outweighed Mason Rudolph by about 50 pounds? You want to know what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't swing a helmet at his skull because that's inhumane to fucking— It's do, fair.
0: Man. It's fair. But at the same time, I kind of understand why Miles Garrett did what he did. I do. I mean, I understand it, but— It's not right, but I understand why he did what he did in that situation and why he swung the helmet.
1: I mean, not swinging the helmet. I understand attack because, like, we see all the time in football. It's a very physical sport, and you see guys get in each other's faces all the time, but you don't see this action. I think the NFL actually did it right. Should should Mason Rudolph be fined? I would say so because he did escalate the conflict, and it did become a big thing. Do I think he should have been suspended? No. I do not because I don't think that what he did warrants a suspension because if you were to do that, then a lot of things that players do on the football field that we don't see because it doesn't escalate like that would have to be suspendable offenses as well.
0: I think that that is— I
1: mean, that's a fair point. I think that if, if you were to start suspending players for doing little things like that, you would start to
0: that's see— That's not a little thing.
1: He didn't do that much. Like, he, he went over to— to yell at him I've seen Brady do that numerous times where he gets up in defensive players faces you've seen it with a lot of quarterbacks it's not something that you don't see all the time
0: I just don't think he should have ran over there after he was already without his helmet you're saying
1: that after the fact because Miles Garrett hit him over the head with the helmet if Miles Garrett just had a had a conversation or maybe just shoved someone you wouldn't be saying that
0: fair So
1: so you are just reacting to what Miles Garrett did in terms of Mason Rudolph just shouldn't have done that, which in hindsight, yes, he shouldn't have ran over there, but he ran over there not to, he didn't know he was going to hit him over the head with the helmet because that's just not something that anyone thought Miles Garrett was going to do. But moving on, I think that we've exhausted the conversation. Colin Kaepernick, workout yesterday at, in Atlanta, seemed like a very sketchy, sketchy um, workout the other day he 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 works he works out or they say that he has to move to a new location which is very far away like over an hour
0: so you know why he moved correct I do not know actually so Colin Kaepernick made the choice to move his workout from the Atlanta Falcons practice facility where it was supposed to be to what looked like a high school field in my opinion. Yeah. From the highlights that I saw that it, it looked kind of like a high school field. Um, he had to move it. He didn't have to move it, but he chose to move it because the NFL declined media access to his one at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility. They wouldn't let media. And what Colin Kaepernick is all about is transparency and having everybody – he wants everybody to see everything that's going on. So he moved it somewhere where he could allow media who wanted to cover it to come in and watch. And that's how you get all the video and everything and all of his interviews and that kind of stuff out on Twitter and that kind of things that you saw come out last night after his workout came through and, you know, the live stream of his workout and all we got to see clips of him, you know, making the deep throws and stuff like that, which we wouldn't have gotten to see if it was at the NFL's facility at the NFL's event. Because they weren't going to allow the cameras and the media to come in. It would have been closed to NFL personnel and the team personnel, and then the Colin Kaepernick personnel that he wanted to bring in.
1: I was surprised by only eight teams
0: going because it seemed like we were getting 20 plus. I think part of that was they couldn't, you know, make it out to where the new location was. Yeah. But now they have the ability to, you know, go back and watch the tape of it.
1: I would agree with that. They do have the opportunity to watch the film. I don't know how much extensive it was. I did see a little bit of the throws, and to me, it looked like it looked like a you know like a PhD person in math doing like simple division or simple multiplication.
0: It's he wasn't like, throwing into coverage. Wasn't throwing he was, into I mean, coverage. But he was hitting. I mean, there were a few where he you know put it right on the money, fifty-five yards downfield, which that's is, you know, easy. That's I mean, easy for them. Yeah, but I mean, still.
1: That's that's what I that was my thoughts. It, it looked like they haven't touched that stuff in years, but they can do it with their eyes closed. Basically, Fair. didn't look bad. Didn't look bad. I just didn't see some enough. Some people from were video. saying
0: some like scouts and stuff. I heard were saying that he looked, you know, game ready. Which I'm not sure about that, but I mean, I'd like to see him in a uniform this season. That's for sure.
1: Game ready, yeah. Game ready. Three years out, and we haven't really seen much. Like I said, like you said, there wasn't defense out there, so it's kind of tough to be like, "Oh, he's game ready," because there's not much to base that on. He's not throwing into coverage or any or reading a defense. He's just throwing footballs around, which you could probably get some of those kids in college right now doing that pretty easily. I would say guys like Justin Herbert and things and people like that. So, going to be interesting to see what comes from it. Your, what do you
0: think comes from it?
1: If I had to guess, yeah, I would say absolutely. he's not I would say he's, he's not going to get picked up. He's not going to get
0: signed by anybody.
1: I would say he's not going to get signed. Personally, that's that would be my guess. It's not like I'm rooting against him not getting signed, but I just don't see it happening that way. And I believe and I believe that a team that could have used him was the Chicago Bears, but they didn't show up to the workout for whatever don't their reason. I do not
0: understand lesson. it at all. For I wish whatever. We, I would have gone and scouted him for him if they wanted me to.
1: I didn't I didn't understand that because you know the Kansas City Chiefs brought brought a representative there and they Same. have no they have no need really at the quarterback. The
0: San Francisco 49ers were there. They were the ones that got rid of him.
1: Yeah, a <laughs> lot of a lot of teams that that didn't that didn't need a quarterbacks were a lot of teams that didn't need quarterbacks had guys there. I haven't seen the complete list but like just those there two were teams.
0: There if you look at his Twitter he released the eight teams this morning but one of those eight teams is the bills who have later contacted him and told him that they actually were in fact not there so we have seven of the eight teams that were there confirmed
1: okay yeah we have the we have the new york jets which have their guy in sam darnold i would assume philadelphia with carson wentz then we have tennessee who does need a quarterback buffalo who i'm assuming they're testing josh allen a little bit more And then you have the Washington Redskins and the Detroit Lions
0: who have Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford who will miss now six weeks with his back injury.
1: But I look at this list and I do see a lot of teams that look to have their answer at quarterback in... Do
0: you think they could possibly be looking for a capable backup?
1: I do, but not the Chiefs. I don't see the Chiefs. I could see the Jets looking for that.
0: I could see the, see the, uh, the Bills, but they weren't actually on the list that were there. That's the team that wasn't there.
1: And then I could see Philly looking for one as well because The Washington
0: they, Redskins always could eat a quarterback And yeah,
1: and then the Redskins could need a quarterback Detroit could need a backup Slash a quarterback I don't know Colin Kaepernick's age Let me look it up
0: He's not that old He's 32 So he's getting up there he still looks like he's in decent physical shape, though.
1: No, I'm not questioning that. I'm just saying that it's not like you can. It's not like starting it from scratch with a guy who's 27 and being able to use him for 10 years. Colin Kaepernick's body is not going to be able to hold up like Brady's because he's ran a lot, and he does rely on his physical attributes a lot more than he gets Brady. Gets hit
0: and that kind of stuff. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's that was just my thoughts on it. I I didn't see much from the workout personally. Not saying that he can't go out there and do it against against better competition, I just don't, I didn't see enough from the workout to where you could say, okay, he should be on an NFL roster. I hope he gets
0: picked up. Best of luck to him. I think he deserves to be in the league. I think he didn't deserve to get tossed out of the league when he got tossed out of the league, but I'm I'm a a fan of Colin Kaepernick.
1: And with that, we will take our first break, and when we come back, we're going to look at the division standings. What does
2: loan default mean for me? Should I file for bankruptcy? How is child support determined? Just because you think you can't afford a lawyer doesn't mean you can't get legal advice. At Missouri.FreeLegalAnswers.org, qualified citizens can get up to three legal questions a year answered by licensed Missouri lawyers who volunteer their time. Log on and answer a few questions about your income to see if you qualify. Missouri.FreeLegalAnswers.org. Brought to you by the Missouri Bar. Hey, Joey. I got some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pot. You know,
1: marijuana. Oh, well,
2: I don't know. Chicken? Um, so Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Cake. Uh, Get a teacher. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart.
1: I'm not chicken. You're a turkey.
0: He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga. Cowabunga.
2: <laughs> Mizzou basketball is back, and KCOU Sports has you covered. Catch every Tiger men's and women's game from the Zoo Arena and select road games on KCOU 88.1 FM and KCOU.FM. Get ready for game day with wall-to-wall coverage leading up to tip on KCOU Sports Saturdays and catch press conferences, full-length replays, and highlights on YouTube and Spotify all season long. Deep three for Mark Smith on the left wing. He hits. They just can't miss right now. Don't miss a second of Tiger Basketball on KCOU 88.1 FM, the student voice of the Missouri Tigers.
0: And we are back here in KCOU 88.1 FM's Studio A at the Missouri Student Center here on the beautiful campus of the University of Missouri in Columbia. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside today. It was actually kind of nice. I was walking over. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: it's a little chilly. I wish it was a little bit cool, a little bit uh, warmer, but can't complain. It's a lot nicer than what it was at this time last week. So,
0: absolutely. And we are going to discuss the. Uh, division standings and we're going to start in the american football conference the afc and we're going to start with your favorite division the afc east
1: gotta love the afc so you got the jets being trashed and then the dolphins being trashed and then the bills having a pretty good year as i um figured they would have but
0: so uh, we'll see so if they can catches catch new england correct I don't know. The Bills could. The, they are two games back. The
1: Patriots' The Patriots' um, schedule gets a lot harder come the second half, and they when we have seen signs of struggling with the Ravens so and yeah. even the Bills. So if the Bills can get a win and potentially the Patriots start to crumble a little bit, but Here the safe go. bet is certainly the Patriots. They got
0: Philadelphia today. They could lose that game. They got Dallas at home. They could lose that game. They're going to lose to Dallas. I'm saying they could. I'm just saying they okay. could. Then they got Houston down south. They could lose that game. Then they've got you guys at Gillette. They could lose that game. Then they've got Cincinnati which they won't lose. They won't lose. Then, they shouldn't then lose. Then that they've game. got Buffalo which I'm assuming they won't lose at Gillette.
1: They could lose it. I and think they, I think that I mean compared to their first 8 games of the season, and then they, we looked we looked at games where they could very easily win. And then they finish with Miami. Sorry, I didn't realize we had another game. I thought we went through other games. But, yeah, they'll beat Miami and Cincy. But other than that, a lot of those games are very tough matchups for them, as opposed to their first nine games where they played two good teams and then one of those good teams being the Buffalo Bills, who got their quarterback knocked out halfway through the game. And Mark's, or, um, what's it, Matt, Matt Barkley came in from USC. So... The Patriots should take the division, okay. but don't sleep on the bills because the Patriots have shown signs of slipping against good teams.
0: Moving down the list towards the AFC North, a little bit more competition in this division than we thought, but it's still the Baltimore Ravens ahead, which Butch looks like they're they're 7-2. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 5-5, five five, the Cleveland Browns are 4-6, and, and you have the winless Cincinnati Bengals.
1: The Steelers did hurt themselves Last Thursday or this Thursday by
0: losing to the Browns,
1: losing to the Browns because now they're sitting at five and five after their great win streak. But they could still sneak into a spot if that spot gets to nine and seven, ten and six. You're really pushing a great a great run by this team, which I don't know if they have the I offense. Have to, I don't think they have it in them. I don't think they have the offense. Is what
0: their schedule looks like for the rest of the season. Uh, they have Cincinnati today. They have Cleveland. You mean next week, right? Oh, yeah. Cincinnati next week. I'm sorry. They already played this week. Cincinnati next week away. Uh, Cleveland comes to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh then flies all the way down to the Southwest and plays Arizona. Okay. Then the Bills come into town in Pittsburgh. Then they got the Jets in New York and they finish at Baltimore. Well I mean
1: you'd have to see. That's 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 they not, could finish
0: nine and seven. Yeah, that's not they could uh, yeah. finish nine and seven.
1: I I could see that a realistic option for them. We will see I mean they need they need to get a better offense run with Mason Rudolph and things of that nature and run a more efficient offense, but if they can get that figured out, the defense has looked lights out, so, but I still see the Ravens taking the division. Oh
0: yeah, I see the Ravens taking the division. I see the the Steelers if they make it taking a wild card, but I don't know. We'll see about that. Um so is that it for this division? Yes, that's. Will the Browns be able to come back enough to force a playoff spot? Or are they done? No, not?
1: they're done. They're done. It's over. They don't play consistently enough, and they have problems, and they just lost their best defensive player in Miles Garrett. So
0: the AFC South, this one is wide open. You got the Houston Texans leading the division at six and three. The Indianapolis Colts right on their uh, right on their uh, butts at five and four, and the Tennessee Titans at 5 and 5 and then really Jacksonville's not even out of this at 4 and 5. This is a very close division. I feel like it's always this way. Well, that's because
1: usually they're all pretty bad, but now they're actually all pretty like decent, I, was I would say. they
0: they're all like they're all like 500-ish teams and one of them sneaks in.
1: Yes, and all these teams have found a way to beat the Chiefs except for the Jaguars, which is an interesting thought considering none of these teams are thought of as being AFC
0: contenders relative to the Chiefs. I don't know. Well, Texans are a good football team. They are. And they're going to have a big (laughs) showcase today, which we'll get into later when they play the Ravens in what is quite possibly, you know, the game of the week this week, even though it's a Sunday noon game. Uh, This is going to be a huge matchup. We know when Deshaun Watson played uh, Lamar. Lamar Jackson in college, it was an absolute shootout. It was an absolute dandy of a game. If you watched it, is that a dandy? it was. <laughs> um, and I, I kind of expect the same thing today. Honestly,
1: that's 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 a good thing to. That's that's a good. I think that that's going to be a great game. I it might be game of the week. I would say it's
0: one of the more one of the more exciting games, Luke. That is for sure. You say if I'm giving you one NFL game to watch this week, it's this one.
1: But I see the Colts maybe taking this fish. I don't see the Titans doing anything. The Why Jags,
0: not? you got Derrick Henry.
1: I just don't see them being able to use him week in and week out and being you able. You better to, hope
0: they don't make the playoffs because if you run into them in the offs, it's over.
1: I don't play for anyone, Ethan.
0: You're right. You I just chiefs. say it how
1: I just say it how I see it. I see the Colts being able to beat the Texans again, being able to beat them, and.
0: Jacoby Brissett's back this week, correct?
1: I I, think. B- I believe so. So
0: that's good for them.
1: But it's going to be a close playoff. This is an interesting division. If you, I mean, I think the Colts will win, but the Texans could I'll easily beat by. I'm going to
0: stick with the Texans here. Um, good. but yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't count out the Colts either. Do you think any wild card teams come from this division? Because right now you're looking at probably the, the Colts or Texans. Probably, probably, probably the Bills are in a wild card spot. I'd say yes. Mm-hmm. At six and three, I think they are pretty much on their way and there. And then you have
1: like a Ra- the Raiders and at you, five and four.
0: And then you other, have that's the, your other one. The Colts at five and four. The Raiders at five and four. And the Steelers at five and five. So, and then we move on to your AFC West. The Chiefs at six and four. The Raiders, kind of surprising a few people, I guess I'd say, and being at five and four, kind of right behind you guys, honestly. If you had your buy. Have they had their? You had your buy yet? No. They have had their bye because they had their bye right after they played in London. Uh, and then the Chargers at four and six and the Broncos at three and six. Are you at all worried about Oakland? If I was part of the Chiefs work to
1: this year, I would not be. I I don't see the Raiders being able to win in Arrowhead, which that gives you a loss. So and then I don't see wh- and the Chiefs schedule gets a lot easier. The Chiefs'
0: Chiefs schedule gets a lot easier, but listen to the Oakland schedule. Okay. Cincinnati. Okay. The New York Jets. Okay. You guys at Arrowhead, so the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Tennessee, Jacksonville, the Chargers, and Denver. The only game I could see them really kind of being out of for the rest of the season is against the Chiefs. I think they can probably beat the rest of these teams on their schedule. I'd say, I don't think they will, but I think they have the ability to beat all of those teams left on their schedule.
1: They do have the ability, but I don't know if they have. I don't know if they'd be able to do it. I see them finishing like nine and seven, maybe eight and eight if it gets really bad. But I don't see them doing what you think. I think the Chargers continuously get better, and they're going to be vying for it more than the Raiders are. Come I December, believe, yeah, that's fair. But, uh, That's what I would say, and I do see the Chiefs taking the
0: division. Yeah, no, I, I do too at this point. And let's look at yours. There, the Chiefs' schedule for the rest of this. It's, season. It gets pretty easy. I know you they played the, the Chargers uh, in Mexico City this week. Yeah, this. Then you got Oakland and Arrowhead, then you have to go to New England, Denver at Arrowhead, to the Bears Soldier Field, which I'll be there. You will be there. Yeah, I will be there. And the uh, the Chargers finish the season at Arrowhead.
1: Not, not, a, not too bad of a schedule. A lot of in-conference games or in-division games, which is a little scary because any th- cl- division games are very close and they're very competitive, especially when both teams are trying to vie for a playoff spot or play spoiler. And makes for some fun matchups. But I still see the Chiefs make- winning it. You ready to move on to your favorite conference?
0: I mean, is there anything else you want to discuss in the AFC? Who are your wild card teams? You had your division leaders. You have your Chiefs. You said the Chiefs, the, tech, I have the, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Patriots, and the Ravens winning the divisions. And who do you have? For the it? the
1: Bills and the Texans
0: is winning the wild card spots. Those are my wild card teams. Uh, I would agree with you in the fact that I just think the Texans will take the division and the Colts will take the wild card instead. So I'm just going to flip-flop those two, but I agree on all six playoff teams that you have in there. As we scroll down to the NFC, you got the NFC East, the ever-interesting NFC East, the 5-4 and four Cowboys, who have slid recently and tied with them, are the 5-4 and four Eagles with both the Giants and the Redskins down and out for this season.
1: It's so hard to predict the NFC East because these teams just fold and they— They crumble like moist cookies or whatever. Whatever happens. I don't understand, but I guess I see Dallas still winning the division. They kind of worry me sometimes because they can't get Zeke going like they couldn't against the Vikings, which is a great defense. But it's going to be hard to win football games, even if Dak's playing well. Zeke's still your best player on both sides of the ball. He's the best player on the football team by far, in my opinion. So... They need to find a way to get Zeke going, and then they will win the division. But the Eagles are coming. And the Eagles have a tough game against New England today. Which they should. I would say they lose. But
0: Anything else on the NFC East?
1: No, I do see the Cowboys taking it. I don't see a wild card team coming from it. How about them Cowboys?
0: Um, The NFC North. The eight and two Packers, the seven and three Vikings, the four and five Bears, and the three and three five and one Lions.
1: I see. I see the Packers winning this division. They do look like they're on another level this year, which is very weird to see because last year it was Rodgers and just a bunch of scrubs. It
0: seemed. It's a coaching change. It is. There was a coaching change.
1: Matt Lafleur is now in. Did I say that right?
0: I believe so. Let's go.
1: But. I do see the Packers and I see the Vikings taking a playoffs pl- taking a playoff spot. All the the Bears have been nothing short of a disappointment this year. Now,
0: think about it. Do you think do you think the Bears could get to 9 and 7? No, really.
1: I I just don't see the production on offense. So, hear me out.
0: Uh, okay, let's hear it. We're in LA tonight. The Bears are in LA tonight. Okay. I think it's a winnable game. I think that the Rams have shown some chinks in the armor that they didn't have last year. Okay. And we beat them last year when they were good. Okay. Then we've got the Giants. Then we then we lost got, to them last year. Correct, but I don't think it'll happen again. I don't know. Then we have Detroit with who will be without Matt Stafford who we just beat 2 weeks ago. Barely beat. Correct. Then, so let's say we win those three games with, you know, the close one being us in L.A. tonight. That moves us to 7-5, and five, giving us a, kind of a make-or-break game against the Cowboys, which will be at Soldier Field in the dead of winter. So that's kind of an advantage for the Bears, I'd say, because that's what they like to call bear weather. Uh... Then we got Green Bay and Kansas City and Minnesota to finish the year. Which basically, I'd say, with a little bit of help from Minnesota, who, if you're looking at it, has a tough schedule to finish the year. They've got Denver this this week, who they'll beat. Then they got Seattle away. They got Detroit, who they'll beat. But then they got the Chargers, who have somehow beat every NFC North team. This Actually, I don't know if they beat. They lost to the Lions, didn't they? The Lions beat the Chargers. I believe so. But the Chargers have beaten both the Packers and the Bears. So the Chargers could definitely beat the Vikings. And then they've got Minnesota and Chicago to finish the year. Or they've got Green Bay and Miniso- in Chicago to finish the year. So with a little slide, let's say Minnesota wins over Denver and Detroit, but loses to Seattle and the Chargers and the Bears do what I said and win three straight... Those two teams kind of control their own destiny with game against each other in week 17 and both, you know, with a game against Green Bay. I think that you could... Do you think it's unreasonable? I don't think that it's unreasonable. Do you think it has a chance of happening?
1: No. I don't think that it's unreasonable, but I don't see it happening. It has a chance of happening. I don't see it happening. I see, like I said, I see the Packers and Vikings getting into the playoffs, the Packers winning the division. Okay. But, NFC South... Give me, I think that the Saints, the Saints are just going to run away with this division as they always do. The Panthers They've got
0: a two-game lead now. It's seven and two with the Panthers at five and four, and just about everybody else being down and out.
1: I see. Yeah, I see the I see the Saints just pulling away. The Panthers rely too much on Christian McCaffrey, and it comes back to bite you. So I see the I see the Saints winning this division. They're a more complete football team.
0: Uh. Panthers make the playoffs or no?
1: I don't think so. The the there's just two but there's just too many good teams.
0: Okay, then give me the NFC West with the eight and one Niners, the eight and two Seahawks, and then the five and four Rams. With I the see, Cardinals being down and out.
1: I see the Niners winning the division. I think that football game last week was very sloppy. I don't think it was a great sign to see who was the better football team out of the two. Because I think if you played that game... Jimmy G played awful. He did. But they still almost won. And in the, in the, in the Seahawks didn't play very good either. Keep that in mind. But I I do see the Niners being as the better football team. I think they're the more complete football team. And I see the Seahawks making the playoffs as a wild card spot. Sitting at about 12-4. So you, 12 and you four. think
0: the 49ers do take that division?
1: I do. I do see that. I don't know how you see it, but that is just how I see
0: it. I honestly think the. Uh, I I honestly think that the uh, the Seahawks might take that division. Oh, I think they could. They could
1: very easily. I think take all it.
0: they really have to do is beat the Niners again, and they'll take the division.
1: Yeah, if both teams go fourteen and two, <laughs> which that would be insane.
0: It'd be something. Would it? If both teams went fourteen and two? (laughs) Yes. Two teams in the same division going fourteen and two would be wild. Are you ready are you ready to do some Madden stuff right there? It is.
1: Are you ready to go through the picks? I'm gonna facilitate this one. Really? I am. Okay. You know, first first game we start off with the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Carolina to play the Panthers, led by Christian
0: or Derry Sanders. Jerry Sanders um, I think that the Panthers have the advantage and I think the Panthers will have the victory because you know actually I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you are you going to pick the Falcons this week?
1: I am not picking the Falcons All right, this week
0: then I'm going to take the Falcons because when you pick against the Falcons they win
1: I've picked the the Falcons to win every game this year, except for last week when they beat the Saints. And you know what? I'm picking the Carolina Panthers, and I will say it again, but
0: the Atlanta Falcons will win. So I'm going to take the Falcons if you're picking the Panthers, just based on the fact that they will never help you out.
1: And then the Cowboys travel to Detroit to play the Lions.
0: I'm taking the Cowboys. The Lions are not going to be good enough to win without Matthew Stafford. With Matthew Stafford, we're talking a completely different ball game here. But uh, I just don't think they have the weapons to get it done.
1: Yeah, I agree. I see the Cowboys taking this game. They're a good football team, and they need this win to stay above 500 and compete for the division. The Jaguars traveling to Lucas Oil to play the Indianapolis
0: Colts. Give me the Jaguars and Nick Foles' return. Oh, is this his game back? I believe so.
1: Okay, I'll take the Colts. I'll take the Colts. It's at. It's in Indianapolis. I see that as a big advantage for them. And Nick Foles is going to need time to get back into the group of things. Give me the Colts.
0: So, yeah. Okay, moving on.
1: Then we have the Buffalo Bills traveling to Miami.
0: Really? You're even going to ask me? I'm taking Buffalo.
1: I'll take Buffalo as well. That defense is too much. The Texans going to Baltimore to play the Ravens.
0: I... As much as I want to take the Houston Texans, I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens. As I think many other people are also going to do based on what they did against New England uh, and based on how Lamar Jackson has been this season. I'm, as much as I would love to take the Texans because I think they're a very good football team, I think the Ravens are better.
1: Give me the Ravens as well. I see a complete football team from the defensive side to the offensive side. I've seen time and time again with the Texans that they have a lot of holes in their game. They have they have a lot of big stars, but they don't have a lot of
0: depth, and that's why I pick. And I'm going to go with the Ravens. I think the Ravens will win this game because their defense will be able to step up more than Houston's defense will be able to.
1: Then we have the Broncos going to Minnesota to play the Vikings.
0: I'm going to take the Vikings. I'd love to take the Broncos. I'd love if the Broncos would, you know, show any kind of fight this season, which they haven't really done so far. And they showed fight against the Bears. They did. And lost. And I don't think... Did they, they lose? Yeah, we beat them on a the last second field goal. Oof. I didn't realize. De Niro Pinheiro.
1: Uh, well, which, what did he miss the kick for? The,
0: he miss the Chargers. Ah, uh, okay. And that was a home game. We won at mile high on a Pinero field goal.
1: Okay. But... Yeah, I will, I will also take the Vikings. I don't see the Broncos being good enough to beat them. But anything can happen. The New York Jets traveling to Washington to play the Redskins. God, this is a great these one. These
0: games are awful. This is a great game. These games are awful. A I'm going to take the Redskins because, because that's it. <laughs> Give me
1: Le'Veon and Sam Darnold. They're just slightly better but not much better. And then we have the Saints going to Tampa Bay
0: you know we didn't think the Saints would lose last week to Atlanta Uh, I definitely don't think they'll lose two weeks in a row especially with the defense that Tampa Bay has and it's not very good the Saints
1: will bounce back and win this game this that was their wake-up call last week when they got torched by the Atlanta Falcons this is their revenge game let's go I I take the Saints then you have the Arizona Cardinals led by Heisman winner Kyler Murray going to San Francisco.
0: Yeah, they won't be able to get it done in front of the 49er Faithful. I'm taking a bounce back game for Jimmy G, and I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers.
1: I got to go with K1 here. I think that they're going to come out hot. They're come out ready and they're going to shock the 49ers and then it's going to be an interesting conversation next week. So I have the Cardinals. Okay. Bengals going to Oakland.
0: Uh, I'm taking the Bengals to become the first team to double-digit losses. So Oakland will win this game.
1: I like that. I like that. I'll take Oakland as well. They've shown a lot of heart this year. Josh Jacobs is a stud. I think he might be a top five back in the league. And give me Oakland. Patriots going to
0: Philly for their first matchup since the Nick Foles Super Bowl win. They won't lose twice to, to... uh the eagles and they won't lose twice in really yeah
1: you know lose. tom's never shown shown signs of losing to a team after he loses to them oh wait yes he has give me the eagles Okay. give me the eagles okay okay sunday night football the chicago bears travel to los angeles to play the rams
0: bear down bear down 75 degrees and sunny in la that's not football weather but uh we're taking the bears this week we collectively are taking the Bears this week. Thank you very much. I guess I'm taking the Bears. It's
1: not my choice, but I got to go with the Chicago Bears they tonight. They beat them last year. And then our Monday night game, which will hopefully be in Mexico this time. We'll
0: see. They tried it last year and ended up at the Coliseum.
1: The Chiefs going to L.A. This is considered a L.A. home game, by the way. The it is, Chiefs yeah. Chiefs and Chargers both going to I'm actually surprised they called them L.A. this time. The Chiefs um, and the Chargers going to Mexico
0: City. Estadio Azteca in Mexico City. See. Yeah, I'm taking the
1: Chiefs. (laughs) Give me the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. I definitely think it would be a different game if Derwin James was playing, but Derwin James is not playing, so give me— He's been
0: out forever. It's kind of sad. It is sad. He's He's one of
1: the best safeties in football. But— we will take a short break nope, when we come back. Nope,
0: ba- nope, You're forgetting Thursday night for next week. Oh. got
1: Colts-Texans. Colts-Texans?
0: Yeah. Week Give me 12. the Colts. Give me the Texans.
1: All right. Anyways, it's going to be a tough turnaround for them, but we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss sign stealing in baseball and then go through PCLU our moments.
2: is brought to you by Max Fix. Broken phone? You're in luck. Conveniently located in the MU Student Center behind the US Bank, MaxFix provides a variety of technical services including crack screen repair, battery replacement, and computer repair. To learn more about MaxFix, visit www.maxfixmazoo.com. For questions and quotes, call 573-219-7551. Let MaxFix take care of all your repair needs. Again, that number is 573-219-7551.
1: Look at me, busy as a bee, where'd I get all this energy? Oh, meth, mm-meth. I don't sleep, and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest
2: house on the street. Oh, meth, mm-meth. Get these hairs all out of my face, get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit, no time to waste, oh, meth, mm-meth. Looking for your weekly fix of Mizzou sports content? Look no further than the longest-running Mizzou sports talk show on KCOU, Salute Your Sports. Join me, Chris Mitchell, alongside James Stanley and Zach Berman as we break down everything you need to know about Mizzou sports every Thursday at 4 p.m. Central.
0: And if you can't tune in for the live show, you can listen to the show in podcast form every Friday on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Upon
1: her head. Hear the sound of to you. And we are back. You are listening to KCOU 88.1 FM, and this is the Weekly Walkthrough. I'm Nick Catlin, joined by me, Ethan Psalm, And now we are going to discuss baseball. I like to defer to Ethan on this, and I will not hesitate to defer to him on this topic. Sign stealing in baseball.
0: Why? You love baseball.
1: Um... Uh, I don't know enough about it, sadly.
0: So, former Astros pitcher, and I think he's retired now, but Mike Fires, who pitched for them in their 2017 World Series run, uh, has now come forward and said that the Houston Astros were stealing signs via a camera in the outfield. And if you've been following this whole scandal kind of thing at all, you've seen the videos produced by, you know, the likes of John Boy and a few other of the of the big baseball guys that um, show the Houston Astros when a off-speed pitch is called beating on a garbage can, which you can hear from the TV broadcast. So definitely from the batter's box, but you can hear it from the TV broadcast. And it's just bang, 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 bang every time there's an off-speed pitch. And... And yeah, that's that's an issue. <laughs> like if you, it's it's completely different than saying, hey, you have a man on second base who sees what pitch is coming because he can see the catcher. It's completely different than that. Because a man on second base stealing a sign because they know what the sign is, is not a huge issue. Because that's just the way baseball works. But a camera in the outfield focused on the sign, in a year that you won a championship and especially did things like, you know, won so many games at home and were better at home than you were on the road and did stuff like rattle pitchers in the playoffs, like, you know, Clayton Kershaw and Hugh Darvish and them in the World Series when they gave up, you know, six runs in the first four innings or something like that. It's it's just unbelievable. And then there's two other teams that have been talked about with this, and it's the uh, the Texas Rangers... And the Milwaukee Brewers have been also accused as two other teams of stealing signs in the outfield via a hidden camera. And there are clips, because I'm very active on Cubs Twitter, there are many clips now that you see of players of the likes, especially of former MVP Christian Yelich. Every single time a pitch is called, you can see his eyes if you zoom in on it. When he was facing you, Darvish, you can see his eyes. Flicker out to left center field, away from everything else, not towards a base coach, not towards, you know, another player that's on the diamond or anything like that. Out to left center, in between the left and center fielders.
1: What's he looking at out there?
0: I don't know. But every time an off-speed pitch is called, guess where he's looking? To left center field.
1: But what would be there? What is he looking
0: at? Uh, I believe the Brewers' bullpen is out there. Or something along those lines. So could they be? You think that they could be giving giving him, signs. him the sign of the pitch from out there in left center field? And it was in you know people like you, Darvish would step off the mound when that happened, and you know change the signs. But stuff like that, and you're seeing with the in the Astros, even this past postseason when we were talking about him in the ALCS, if you're paying attention very closely. It's kind of hard to tell because so many there's so many different sounds coming from them, especially when you're watching the broadcast on TV because of where the, all the on-field mics are working. Mm-hmm. But not for everyone because it's very loud in the stadium, but when you're seeing them play the Yankees at home... They played much better, that's for sure. And if you're listening very carefully and going back and watching some of the film, sometimes when there's an off-speed pitch coming from the Yankees, there is a very high-pitched sh- like shriek of a whistle that you can hear and it's the same whistle every time so the fact that it was just in 2017 might not be the case and you have the mlb is now it's, as they've opened their investigation and stuff like that found emails and such from the astros front office to their scouts telling them about camera equipment in the outfield and that kind of stuff so this is a very very serious problem for the mlb because it's just something that's just straight up not allowed very much against the rules this is a huge issue more than a lot of people that don't really understand baseball and follow baseball as much can't really understand how much of an issue this is because you aren't supposed to be able to do that and the punishment for this could be extremely severe what would the punishment be do you think I'm not totally sure. I've seen people on Twitter because we haven't seen something like this. We haven't seen something at least on this scale like this because up until you know the technology and everything has gotten up to where it is in the past few years and you know everything with baseball and you know, now you can see you can watch a stat cast broadcast and all that kind of stuff. so they have all the different tracking and everything like that that has come and surfaced and even when you see like the shift on the infield and everything like that,
1: that's due to data.
0: The, correct. And that's due to technology. Like, that didn't happen. Like, when I started watching baseball, I remember going to baseball games where the infield would just play straight up the whole time and nobody would shift. Like, that's happened in our lifetime. So, with the technology and everything that's coming, you get problems like this. And the MLB hasn't seen something as big as this, especially involving a team that won a championship that year. I've seen people calling for the World Series title stripped, which I don't think will happen. But I've seen plenty of that kind of stuff. And you can see it once you go back and look at it and you see the kind of stuff that you... You look at the batting average and splits at home and on the road now for some of these teams. You know how much better Christian Yelich was at home this season than he was on the road? Significantly better. He was significantly better at home. The Astros as a team, we know it. Even though they lost every single game of the World Series at home this year, did they look better didn't they not look better at home, even when they were losing? I would say so. They look better at home. They got guys on a lot more. Exactly. They hit more home runs. They got guys on base. And I think part of it was, if you look at it, when they scored, when the Astros scored in the World Series this year, when did they score when they scored at home? When did they score? When in the game. At what point in time? Do you remember? Toward the, the end, right? The first three or so innings. Okay. Do you know what happened after that? You know what I can, I can't confirm this, but you know what I assume happened after that? The pitchers changed the signs. Because when you suspect someone is stealing the signs, whether it's a base runner, whether it's a camera, the catcher will come out and they will change the signs. When did the Astros get all the runs for the most part? At the beginning, when the signs were the same as they thought they would be coming in. And then when they get changed, guess what happens? their offense drops off a little bit.
1: And what, what would you like to real quick? What would you like to see? What would you like to see done?
0: I honestly have no idea. I'm very interested in following this whole thing just to see what the MLB does and how they set a precedent for this cuz I honestly have no idea what the punishment should be. They should probably I'm going I'm going to assume draft picks are going to get taken away. I'm assuming they're going to get fined quite a bit of money like we saw the Patriots with deflating footballs, which is something we've never seen before. They got fined a considerable amount. Spygate as well. Uh, all of that, yeah, all of that stuff, which we really hadn't seen before. Some of those teams had done that, and the punishments that they get are going to be very interesting.
1: I would agree. Are you ready to get into your moments of the week? Uh, yeah, we're
0: just about out of time, and we have a feast to get to.
1: I my for my moment of the week, it has to be Jalen Hurts and the Oklahoma Sooners coming back from twenty-eight to three, Patriot style, against the Baylor Bears in Waco.
0: So. Yes, sir. And we talked about what happened in my moment last night a little bit when we were on the air. But it's LeBron James in year 17 ending by Alitza with an absolute poster of a dunk. And with my upset watch for the week, I see the
1: Princeton Tigers going to Indian Indiana to beat the Hoosiers in Indiana. That's what I see going on. Watch that Wednesday night
0: on the Big Ten Network. So you're taking Indiana to lose in basketball, but I'm actually going to take them to win in football. They play Michigan this week, and we know I love to pick against Michigan. But honestly, I do think that Indiana is a decent football team this year. They are good. And Michigan has shown a very streaky kind of tendency so that if they can catch Michigan on a down because Michigan was just very up this week and had a very nice game against Michigan State, if they can slump off a little bit after, you know, beating the rival... Anything can happen, and Indiana might be able to take them. Anything else you got, Nick? I don't have
1: anything. We hope that you all have a great rest of your Sunday, and hope to see you all next Sunday, same time, 11 to 12 Central Standard Time, here at KCOU 88.1
0: FM. Have a good Sunday, everyone.
2: In the night, I hear I'm talk the cold.